Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working nine to five. Good morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse. Trying to fix her microphone. Yay! Now you can clap. <laughs> now I can clap for myself. Once the mic is fixed, it's, clapping it's bouncing ensues. And it's odd. It's going to look odd on Facebook because this little black thing is going up and down in my mouth. <laughs> oh, my. Can we please get this fixed? <laughs> I I've like heard, a bobblehead. I have heard that so many times, so many times. It is like a bobblehead in the here. The redundancy is lo- lost on me. Here. Like it's ironic, isn't mm, it? Very. Yeah, it's a happy day in Patty's Playhouse. <laughs> Apparently, yes. we're having a good day. We're having a good day. I mean, your mic is for sure. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of us. Oh my god. So happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. And it's it's getting a little warmer out. I know my friends, Danielle Kelly, is very happy of the the heat going on up in Tallahassee right now. It's it like de- 82. It, it definitely feels better. And yet, at the same time, it's not boiling yet. So that's good. No, it's nice. Yeah. Nice. I will accept 75 to 80. So how was your week? Busy as usual. And yours. That's it? Yes. That's all you got? One word answer. Well, I mean... I've had a great we have, week. We, uh, same. We have new... We had li- a great week. New listings coming up yep. and closing out others and... 
Summer Meadows, 2791 Summer Meadow Drive. We have a couple that aren't in MLS yet, so I can't say it, but 2791 Summer Meadow Drive is nice. It's coming, a tenant's moving out. It's only ever been one tenant in there. It's pristine. It's over in uh, uh, Summer Lake and, off of uh, Old Bainbridge as a neighborhood. And right at that $300,000 yeah, price mark, nice. which is a... Granite, hard, like nail down hardwood, which now we know how expensive that is, right? Yes, we do. Uh, one car garage. So um, we're excited about that. It'll go in a minute. Yes. And we have others that are. We have others. Yeah, we'll talk about next Coming week. about. Mm-hmm. Very coming excited. About. Yes. Very excited. So, yeah. So big things ahead. There are big things. Closings this week. So we closed yeah. on our, our the big house. diner house. This is what I call it, the big house. We have another one closing next week. On... We have Jason Trail closed. Yeah. God, yeah, we have another actually. one closing next week. Yep. So we're doing, we're doing nice. Yeah. We're doing nice. Things are good. Yes. So what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about mortgage rates. Ah. We have Shannon Young with Hamilton Home Loans coming in. Coming in. He's not coming in. He's calling in. Calling from in. From his Pompano Beach con- home on the canal. Mm. The fact that he's even leaving the view to call us for a second. We don't know he's leaving the view. No, we just be. know he that he's He could be out on this porch. Probably is. His Lanai, as they call it. It's Don't very, they call it that? Very Golden Girls. I know. Right? I'm obsessed with Golden Girls. Right? Yes. So it makes sense. And so he's gonna. we're going to talk about rates going up and buying power. Define buying power. Well, that's what people. he's going to do. Well, I mean. The it, amount of money you can buy. The amount of house you can buy yep. for. Payment-wise. Right. Payment-wise. Using a mortgage to purchase a home, which is a big bag of cash from the lender. And how much, if, if the rate goes up one point. A full percent, how much does that affect your buying power as rates are going up? Ah. Yeah. Well, we'll find out And then the criteria, we'll talk a little bit about criteria of getting the actual home when you make the offer. Like what what kind of tips and tricks can we provide to people to help them get the home that they want? So we're going to talk about that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Apart from making more money and inheriting money, how can I get that offer accepted? Meaning the type of mortgage mm-hmm. that you have. How or the offer's if, written. How, how I side up next to a cash offer or anything mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. Well, it's good to know. Yeah, I think a lot of people that. still think that cash is king. And in this, I guess, today, cash is the same as really a, a pre-approval. I mm-hmm. mean, it does the same. You close just as quick. So mm-hmm. there's really take my glasses there's really not a huge disparency between the two. So you can look and feel as good as a cash offer. Yeah, we're going to help people today. Huh. Isn't that nice? We <laughs> we're like Tish. We're, we're like sending Tish. we're sending out cards to yes, people. Yes, little. This tips is our and card tricks. to you. Yep. So we sell houses. In case you wonder what we do, right? We sell houses. And we kind of make jokes once. And this a week. is somewhat of a real mm-hmm. estate show. Our office is. Our office and brokerage is called The Brokerage. The Clever. firm is called The Brokerage. We are located over by the Lumber Liquidators, which is now, they must have, I wonder if they were They sued. did take L-L the sign down. L.L. Flooring. I did yeah. see the sign. They're going to have to paint the side of buildings. Was, was That's missing. where we are. So we also stage, Scott stages, let's face it. He just tells me what to do. So he stages and makes a home gorgeous. Well, we Which help. is why we make $200,000 more than anyone else had thought. There so is that's that. that's nice. So if you're following us on Facebook, you would have seen my post on that. Yep. Holsteiner. Yeah. For all of those who question and want to see me laugh. Well, you might want to question your current realtor. If you're listing a home 
well, and make sure that there's not money left on the make table. Make sure your friendship is worth 200 grand. Right. Or, or, your, or, or acquaintance, your, whatever. Or your family Whatever member. it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. For sure. I mean, the market is good. Your house will sell. I say this each week, I'm sure. But just because it will sell doesn't mean that it will sell for what it should sell for. They're at Holsteiner, for example, m- minor in terms of the amount of money that was spent on it. The to sta- update it. Right. The staging, of course, is, is what I do. But that in conjunction with minor modifications, such as some flooring, some painting choices, et cetera, I mean... That's a small amount of investment for roughly one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars more in your bank account. So what we found out was three realtors came in behind us or in front of us, whatever. I don't know what number I heard I it was. was behind because you you kicked this I was, off. Yeah. I, I came in after they decided that you were crazy. Yeah, so, they they were crazy because I gave <laughs> one price, right? And then three realtors came in one hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty below mine right but you were giving a price based on what you knew that what i would you go could in do. and do Correct. so so you kind of tee it up as you normally do and mm-hmm. i think that it wasn't until he got through the craziness part and thought <laughs> to have us both over where we could talk through maybe it. that maybe it's true maybe I mean, they can get 800 that is that is what he told me at dinner that night that mm-hmm. he thought that it made sense to him at that point still wasn't all 100% on all the choices and decisions I made. But now, <laughs> upon reflection, he agrees with she all of them. She wasn't as crazy as she sounded. No, and nor were my choices. So No. I, I, but that is the way the process feels, and I totally get that. But I'm never decorating for anybody who's living there. I'm decorating for the, the people, new buyer. Well, and what's going to film well and the way that it's going to translate. And the average realtor and even the above average realtor doesn't get the the sidecar position I get to watch what Scott can do. So when I walk into a home, I know what he can do. And that's where I'm bringing the price in, knowing that that can be accomplished. Right. And I, again, you, you even tee that up because it could even increase from there, just depending on yeah, when, I don't you know. Come, when you come at the end. To well, see I gave it. a price of 800 and it sold for 850. Right. So after you come after the fact and you see what has been done and then see the comps at the time as an appraiser, you're, you're able to come in, uh, with the way that you think it will look like from an appraisal perspective. And I always look at it from what else is in the market. So a comp perspective in terms of what my product looks like versus everyone else's. And I'll be a little self-indulgent. I think mine's better. I think so too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about do. it. Because they just don't see that. They can't, we call it like future self. They don't see what that house is going to look like post Scott. And then how that's going to attract a bigger buyer pool and then a bigger pockets. I mean, this is just the largest gap it's been. It's always been a gap. True. But True. this is this 200, is a, no doubt. 180, whatever, that, whatever the bottom number was. This is the largest gap that we've experienced. That's why it's so exciting. Well, we also had a seller share with share us. Share it, yeah. <laughs> that... And I didn't is, really know until the you, end. They, they invited me and my husband to dinner, and we were talking about it. And I knew you didn't know because they told me that. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to share. <laughs> it's nice. So then we go to closing, and there you have it. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. It was nice that they told us. It was nice that they trusted us. That's the biggest. And they really did. I mean, that that for level sure. of trust for strangers for sure. is amazing. For sure. That you said, this needs to go here, put the planner here, and they put the planner right Correct. where you said. It was like, 
It's like when you're very in coachable. acting, very when coachable. you're acting and they have give you that cue, that location to stand. That's yep. kind of like that. Yep. There's the X. Sit. Please. The mark. Yeah. There they you had go. it on the mark. But they were, and and honestly, no different than you who are listening now. They called us from our radio show. Yeah. And I asked so they them, really were and they're strangers. moving to another country. And I, I really do would like him to come in and talk about how that feels like to leave your, your motherland and to prepare to leave and move to Europe, and what does that feel like, and what what do you have to do to buy over there? So I, I did invite him in. Well, I know he feels two hundred thousand dollars better than he did before. <laughs> Good job, David. <laughs> Stick with us. We're gonna have Shannon Young from Hamilton Home Loans come in. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Good job. David. Stick with us. We're gonna have Shannon Young from Hamilton Home Loans come in. Welcome back. That's Elvis Costello's Veronica, and that is, it's like I'm, it's like I'm playing the top 40. That is dedicated to my buddy, my bus buddy growing up was Bill Parker, who passed away in Harrisburg last week, and my heart is sad. Mm. He loved Elvis Costello. He was in a band growing up. That's what I remember, his skinny pants, his, like, tiger pants. Tiger pants. Yeah, he had like the tiger, like the like pajama pants, like you know, parachute like, pants. Yeah, kind of like okay. that, but they were tiger print. With, oh, okay. like what Fred Schneider no. wore in the B fifty twos when the B fifty twos were cool. That. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Something tells me Tish at the played. Metron, <laughs> and probably still does. At the I'm Metron, he played in his band. So yeah, so that, that was really, that, that was really was good in your in your convertible Camaro, <laughs> and mean, your uh, con, if your we can only if we can only get yeah. you a uh, phone bag and your Converse. I have I have a I bag phone. and a, oh, and a puck. Go. Do you have a puck? <laughs> He's got more than one. <laughs> I got lots of pucks to give. <laughs> oh, oh, so let's okay. welcome Shannon Young to the Playhouse. Welcome Shannon. Hi Shannon. Hey everybody, how's everybody doing? Good. How are you? Introduce yourself. My, thanks, Patty. Uh, thanks, Scott. My name is uh, Shannon Young. I'm with uh, I'm with the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans. I uh, wanted to uh, just come in and say hello. Thank you guys so much for having me on, and and hello, everybody. Well, thank you for the sh- for helping me out. I, I just asked you yesterday, so I thought it would be great to talk about rates. I don't want people to get scared because the rate goes up a little bit. So if you could just see, talk about how that's going right now. Yeah, so... so- it's, a, it's an important topic. It really is because, you know, one of the things that we've really been blessed with, oh, you know, and I will say kind of a blessing in disguise out of this pandemic is that interest rates have never been lower. Um, they've actually never been lower than anything I've seen in, in the 20 years that I've been in the industry. So, you know, make no mistake about it. You know, the, you know, you know, it's all over. It's all over the news. Interest rates are going up. Um, you know, there's no way to no way to hide that. However, you know, the w- most important thing to understand is that interest rates still are at historic lows, okay? And it is still, they are still extremely, extremely good right now in comparison to even where we were, you know, five years ago, you know, five and six years ago when rates were, were higher than they are now. Um, you know, the one thing that, that you want to really keep in mind is when it comes to interest rates, you know, it's very easy to get a fixated on the rate itself. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, oh my God, my rate went from, 
2.875 to 3 or 3.875 to 4. You know, but, but the important thing is to, uh, to understand about interest rates is really ultimately how it affects your payment. And that's the big thing to kind of understand is, you know, even let's say on a $250,000 loan, if your rate moves a quarter of a percent, it's really only changing your payment approximately $30 a month. Okay. So when you're, when you're talking through and, and trying to get pre-approved and, and, and you're having that conversation with your lender, make sure that you're having the conversation around payment and how, to, and how rates ultimately affect, affect that payment and really what you can do to set yourself up to ultimately make sure from an affordability standpoint that you that you, you go through payments, go through go through the calculator, go through how property taxes work, insurances, and really kind of look through all of it to make sure one you're properly pre-approved, and number two is how that overall payment overall rate increase if it does increase, how it affects your payment and can affect your monthly budget going forward. How does it affect the pre-approval, the amount you're approved for? That's a great question. So so depending on how much that rate changes. It can, it can affect it a little. It can affect it not at all. It can affect it, you know, a ton. It, Why would you say that? So when you're getting pre-approved, the most important thing to understand is, and I can tell you when, we pre, when I pre-approve a borrower, I pre-approve them to a specific payment. Not so much a price point, not so much a loan amount, but really a specific payment. Okay. And I'm, a, and I'm asking those questions up front to the buyer, you know, hey, where, where do you want your payment to be? What is going on in your monthly budget? What, you know, how are you, you know, how are, what are you doing to kind of, what steps are you putting in place to be able to afford a home? You know, long gone are the days, you know, back, you know, years ago when you used to, you know, call in and say, okay, this is what I make and this is what my credit score is and now here's a letter. You know, ultimately nowadays, especially with, you know, with inventory shortages and, and the competition, we have to do our due diligence up front and make sure that we're properly having these conversations and pre-approving the borrower up front and having that conversation to not only talk about how the mortgage payment is going to affect their overall budgets, how is taking a look at all of their debts and showing how their debts can, you know, how reducing some of their debts can also play into and in helping them afford more of a home. I do think that's a misconception for most. It's a they they do believe that it is a dollar amount. So three hundred thousand dollars is the same throughout, but three hundred thousand dollars in one location with a property tax of X and insurance of X is completely different than somewhere else. And as your interest rates are increasing and your payment is increasing, because that's how they're looking for affordability or, or approval on their side, that makes perfect sense. But I don't think that most see that. So on the phone, we have Shannon Young with Hamilton Home Loans. Shannon, do you want to give your NMLS number? Yes. Uh, NMLS number is 373031. And your phone number to for people to contact you? Absolutely. Uh, I can reach at 954-369- Six one seven one. That is my direct cell. You can call me, text me, anytime. If you any, even if you have any general questions, um, I'm actually licensed in five states. Woohoo! Uh, so yes, yeah, so I can do. I can originate loans in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, and Tennessee. I wish you could do Pennsylvania. <laughs> Get my daughter alone. I mean, she's already go. pre-approved, but I know your systems. So we've oh. worked with Shannon before. He's been our client twice. Mm-hmm. And he has experienced Scott staging to yeah. get his home sold. It was over on Domingo in San Luis. It's a great house. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah so he's been he's experienced job. the experience, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. It's like Absolutely. a Dean Martin song. Like, Is it? Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so thank you for that. And it's great to have you on. What other questions did I ask? I forget. So oh, it was buying power. It was my biggest thing. I think it's really important for people to most of anyone you talk to really is going to be a payment buyer, right? I mean, there's going to be people have a lot of money and not care necessarily, but most people are going to care what the payment is. Correct. Most people are. You're 100% right. I mean, and, and that's really going to be in almost every demographic is, is, you know, we also, you know, as, as consumers, we want to make sure that we're not overpaying for things. We right. want to make sure that we're not, you know, we don't want to pay too much because obviously the more money that's in, in our own pockets, the better off, you know, we all are, right? So we don't want to just overpay to overpay. But the, but the, the, the conversation I want to make sure I have with every buyer up front is how that forecast can can really affect their overall payment going forward. You know, is, is you know, not only that is what what your payment could look like today. If rates go up a quarter, if rates go down a quarter, this is really the type of impact it can have. And you know, Scott, you brought up a good, great point, and one that I want to you know kind of just piggyback on if I can for just a moment. You know, one of the things in, in why I calculate and why I qualify buyers to a payment is because in a lot of cases. You know, a home that has a homeowners association can affect the the, the borrower's overall bottom line more so than and taxes. It's all those variables, correct? Yes. So it's an important thing to understand, and and I give every borrower when I pre-approve them, I give them a spreadsheet that helps them calculate exactly oh, good. what their est- their total estimated estimated payment would be. Plus, it has. I have a little drop-down box that gives a rate of ranges. Mm. They can actually go through and see if their rate increases by X. This is what it'll do to their payment. The other question I had, and it completely escaped. Okay, so a lot of people ask, not me, but I do hear it on media, is are, we're in a bubble. And I do not believe we are as an appraiser. I do not believe we're in a bubble, and I'll explain why. Because it's still difficult to get a loan. The 06, 05, 06, 07, it wasn't difficult. It was like anybody. It was 90, 90% it was of the people could have gotten a loan. But there was also a, an enormous amount of supply at the right. time. Which and we don't we, have which that. Which we do not have. So Sure. My daughter's been looking in Harrisburg, Central Pennsylvania, and literally there's three homes between 200 and 350. Mm-hmm. That's it. In three counties. I mean, we're talking about low. So it's not a bubble. It's not a bubble. Would you agree with me? Say yes. I 100% agree with you. Right answer. And 100% agree with you. And here's why. You know, just to kind of piggyback on that comment, you know, being licensed in five states, I get the, I get the, the ability to hear what is going on in different cities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in South Florida, we're seeing the same thing that, that you're seeing. In, in Orlando, I'm seeing it. In Atlanta, I'm seeing it. In Nashville, Tennessee, I'm seeing it. In North Carolina, I'm seeing it. You know, and even in, in Alabama, it, you know, uh, there almost every place in the country is seeing an inventory shortage. Now, couple that with the fact that you know, from what I've read, I've read started to kind of read this in a lot of the, the, the forecasting and mortgage you know data that, that's starting to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're predicting over forty six million millennials and Gen Zers are going to be coming to market over the next four years. And there's no homes. So the demand is going to be there. The inventory. Hey, Shannon, can you hang out with us for another segment? Absolutely. All right. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stick with us.
Welcome back. Doesn't everyone like a little talking head? <laughs> Goodness. This it's show. a great song, though. I this love show this has song. so many titles. <laughs> <laughs> but one consistent theme. And we have Tish on the other side of the glass applauding us, so we don't even need to go, yay! You got me, yeah, yeah. Not at all. Not at all. all. I'm down below you guys in the gutter here. And that's Scott Coward. I am here. And we have Shannon Young on the phone from Hamilton Home Loans. Do you need to give your NMLS number? I don't know how often you have to give it. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Shannon Young, NMLS number 373031. That is cool because we try to separate the segments out sometimes and just send them out. So thank you very much. You never know where you're going to end up. So the next segment, like we last segment, we talked about buying power and interest rates and we're not in a bubble. We can all agree, at least three experts, we can agree we're not in a bubble. The next thing I want to talk about, how to beat the offer, like how to win the offer. How I'm I'm a, a mortgage buyer. And I need to make the offer. What are you seeing when you get a new contract and everyone's so excited because they had to beat out all these people? What are you seeing wins the offer, Shannon, as a lender? Um, I'm seeing the, first and foremost, it starts with having them fully pre-approved. I can tell you now, I am getting so many questions from, from listing agents literally asking me, did you review this? Did you review that? You know, did they give you their documentation or did you just give them a letter? Can you say what that means by fully approved? Yes, that is getting fully pre-approved. That means running and reviewing credit, reviewing income, reviewing assets, and, you know, finding out, you know, do they have a property they need to sell? Are they a first-time home buyer? You know, are they getting a gift? Where are their assets coming from? Where do they derive their income from? Are they self-employed or do they have a W-2? You know, are you reviewing tax returns? Are you reviewing pay stubs? You want to make sure that we are re- we're reviewing all of this up front because not only is it helping win the offers, but it's actually streamlining the borrower's process once they get the under contract. Because you don't, you know, when when you're under contract, you're on somebody else's deadline. Everybody has a deadline they have to meet. Um, you know, when you're pre-approved, this is when the time you can start asking questions. You can kind of go over everything, and you can really strategize with the with the buyer okay, this is how we're going to lay, lay out your game plan. This is how we're going to help you get into your home. And it helps, you know, even helps the agents, helps you guys to be able to learn how to structure their offer. Thank you. Where, it's yeah, very important. So it's very important that the, that the buyer, the loan officer, and the realtor all work together in conjunction as a team. So uh, an interesting thing happened with my daughter who's looking for a home in Harrisburg. And she, it's a VA loan, so and she's not going... Uh, under my direction, $40,000 over. Like, that's not how. However, what I do like about her mortgage person, it's Fairway Mortgage, is that they have an introduction letter that they send with the borrower describing what VA is, what the requirements would be for the seller. Like, it's a cover letter that we can't really do now because of fair housing and we're not mortgage. So they have this beautiful cover letter, which I'm copying. Like, I'm, I've used it for another offer. Just to say, like, this is the person, they're fully approved, like, blah, 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 blah. Well, and I, I like I, it. I think most at home probably don't know the difference between this pre-approval mm-hmm. and pre-qualification. So I know that, as you're saying it, Shannon, I get it. But can you explain when they're getting pre-qualified that they're, what they're not doing yes. during that step, different and apart from pre-approval? Absolutely. Um, when, you're, when you're getting pre-qualified, you're calling your lender on the phone. You're telling them, this is what I make, this is what my credit score is, this is how much money I have in the bank, and they're generating a pre-qualification letter based on what you're verbally telling them, which means they haven't verified anything. 
you know, then you go out, you go shopping, you get something under contract, and then, then they start submitting their documentation. This is when a lot of things unravel, and you start hearing horror stories about, oh, well, you know, my loan got denied three days before closing, or my loan, you know, we had this issue and that issue and this issue. You know, this is, you know, the, the thing I want to go back to is, is getting pre-approved means running and reviewing credit, looking at income, looking at assets, looking at and making sure that all of the documentation is in order so that you really can make a solid offer. And that makes sense. And, and I think a lot of people probably who are listening don't understand that in the days of old where you could not get pre-approved that ago. way because you, <laughs> yeah, if you will, and in Tallahassee probably at least <laughs> yeah. three or four. But nonetheless, it is that they have everything with the exception of an actual address. So you can do all of that. And then we come forward with the offer after hopefully an acceptance of an offer Mm -hmm. that then says, hey, this is the property address. So where all of that was done after the fact, meaning here's, you know, one, two, three Main Street, you can do that in advance. So can I tell you a quick story? Go on. When I came back from Clearwater and that was how Van Dyke did everything. That's what I knew because they had an in-house lender at the Keller Williams at Clearwater. And then I asked Justin Kelly from Van Dyke to come up here, and he he's opened a little office because no one else would do that. No one else. We're not clogging our underwriting. We're not doing this. I went to every single lender, some are no longer a business, and asked them, could you please offer this? Because I was like, I have an in. Like, I got this. It's coming to here. And they would not do it. I mean, to Shannon's point, in terms of what wins the deal, I think that would be a huge, it's a huge part win. of winning the but deal. But they were afraid you, of clogging you, the underwriting. You can compete with cash because it's literally the same thing. Yeah, they were afraid. We're not clogging underwriting. And now now the real good lenders locally do that, that most do. But it does we take do effort. Well. And it takes effort for the buyer because the buyer's like, wait, I don't even have a house picked out and I'm sending you all this stuff. I mean, that's the conversation with the realtor. And they get very defensive, but if you don't do it, you're doing it anyway. It's like you with editing a home. You're already having to pack. I'm just telling you what you should pack first. It's the same idea. True, and I think when we were talking about the, you know, the process of using Quicken, and I think with all the millennials, I think they like all the anonymity that goes along with that. But when there's a problem, anonymity doesn't work any longer. What I like about what Shannon does is that you don't have to literally be here, but you're an, you're basically an in-town lender who is participating with realtors, who is working in order to get the deal through to closing. That's the support you want. Well, even it's five not years about ago, winning the offer. Five it's years about ago when I met de- you, it's about actually closing the deal. If, if a lender didn't have bricks and mortar in this town, nobody would take your offer. They were like, no. Even if I knew them and say it was... It was Hamilton Home Loans, and I had known Shannon for five years. And I was like, I know him, blah, blah, blah. Nope, he's not here. He doesn't, he's not participating. And, and well, that's changed too. Well, it's a hybrid approach mm-hmm. to this. You get anonymity to a certain extent, but they're also there for you, which did you I think see is the, great. Did you see, not to disparage Rocket Mortgage, but did you see their <laughs> commercial I on Super Bowl? Did not. It said it's as good as cash, and it is not. That it is, is not as good as cash. That is incorrect. It is not. Because you still require an appraisal. Things still happen. People go out and buy washers and dryers. You also may want to know whether it's a condo or not and that you can't actually finance it. Yeah. We had that situation with Rocket Mortgage. Good times. Yeah. Well, there's two things I want to, if I can jump in here and just interject two points real quick. Uh Uh-huh. You know, is number one is, 
you know, we're in a position as lenders, well, we should be in a position as lenders, I should say, is we're trusted advisors. We're here in a position to help the buyer win the home, right? right? So by looking at the documentation and looking at, you know, what we have going on, we can help, our job is to help put them in the best position to get what they want. Now, we've, we've also, you know, to your point, Patty, we've also brought back a full underwrite up front through our Almost Home program. Mm-hmm. So we're now under, we're now underwriting we're now underwriting all of our files up front, you know, while they're out looking for homes. So that way we can help make their offer. Oh, you're closing on time. Quote, yeah, exactly. Quote unquote. Or early, right. like the last or one. Early. Right. He closed exactly. early, and he's a great exactly. troubleshooter. And I'm going to toot your horn. You're oh. a fantastic troubleshooter. And whenever I speak to a lender, that's what I want. I need somebody who knows that, like. Scott calls it all the time a decision tree. It really is. They have one, okay? They know if some glitch comes up, but they also have realtors communicating with them that can present the story and say, this is where I maybe foresee an issue. Can we rectify that before we write the offer? And they and he does that. He does it. It's nice. Well, the other point I want to make, though, too, is, and this is what I do on every offer, is I have... A realtor, I, I, what I do is I, I have every realtor I'm working with copy me on every offer that's made. You do. And the reason I do that is because I reach out to the listing agent. Now, okay. obviously, as lenders, we're not allowed to disclose private information, but I reach out to the listing agent and I say, okay, here's every reason why this is the offer you should take. Now, unless I've reviewed all of their stuff up front, I can't be that confident mm-hmm. and I can't re- legitimately put my reputation and money where my mouth is. But if we've reviewed everything and we do everything and we're on the same page and we're all working together, then I make that call and say, okay, this is why you need to take this offer. This is every reason why we need, you know, this is the offer that's going to get to the table. On a side note, our contract allows for that. So we'll talk about that next segment. We'll talk about that next segment. But the contract does allow for the, the listing agent to speak to the lender, but we'll bring that up next. Are you going to play music? You cut me out. Okay, stick with us. We got Shannon on the phone. 850-656-0009. If you just want to look at some pretty pictures, you can go to our website, pattyandscott.com, and you can always find me on Facebook. I was up at 3 o'clock this morning playing Wordle because I could not sleep. I don't know. Well, I got that notice about the deputy that had been shot, So, and there was some fools running through counties trying to break into houses. So, what was that? I think February so I like, is having a full moon month. It is. It is, too. <laughs> No one can sleep. We have Shannon Young on the phone with us. This, I mean, it's been nice. Thank you, Shannon. From Hamilton Home Loans, they're advertising on the station. I've known Shannon for several years now. We do our, uh, what do we do? What is it called? Eating out of the boot, tailgating. My girlfriend's mm-hmm. Irish, and she's like, why do you eat out of the boot? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Awesome. So we eat out of the boot together. Yeah, we have fun, or, fun or, time. Or, or so it says. <laughs> 
Like she says, why are you eating out of the boots? People, it, that is so interesting because it's perspective, right? Yeah. It's perspective. For her, we're eating out of the boot. For us, we're just having a blast. For you, you're just having wings. <laughs> not having wings. No, not at all. So I wanted to ask you, okay, now I brought it up over the break. Now I can't remember. You can't remember what you brought up over the break? Two seconds later? because <laughs> I started laughing about the, the boot. About the boot? Mm -hmm. What did I say? Can you remember what I said? Uh, probably not. I tune you out most of the time. <laughs> no, what did I say, Shannon? Who knows? Um, oh, about uh, talking to listing agents. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because people get offended. They're, it used to be back in the day that the buyer's agent, you're calling my buyer, you're, you know, they, you, they're all offended. You, you should be thankful. Yes. Honestly. We're just trying to. Everybody wants trust to, but verify. Right. And everybody should and be working towards the same goal. We are transaction brokers. In the contract, it says that the lender or their listing agent can call the lender or we can call the lender and speak to them about the buyer yeah. and the and the weight of the buyer. What people don't realize in Florida, the seller doesn't have an out. That's correct. They don't have an out. Once they sign that contract. They don't have an out unless the buyer didn't make their due diligence steps. A loan application, pay for the appraisal. They can't control when the appraisal is ordered. In your experience, how are appraisals meeting up with the demands of the contract? So we were, wanted to know about appraising. Like, how are you seeing, because you're in five states, the appraisals mm -hmm. keeping up with the high contract prices? Um, you know, <laughs> I'm seeing two things. Um. <laughs> Number one is appraisers' jobs are incredibly difficult right now. Um, you know, I will say that I am seeing longer turnaround times than I have in the 20 years I've been in the business. You know, appraisals are just taking longer to come back because of the, just because of the shared demand. Well, and the fact that 40,000 appraisers retired because they didn't want to put Correct. up with the crap that's involved in an appraising. So there is that. Correct. Too. Well, but addi Correct. additionally, with regards to contract price versus how the appraisals yeah, are the coming in, value. because we have so few homes for comps, I mm -hmm. would think it would be difficult for an appraiser as well, which may take an, an appraiser longer to actually finalize an right. appraisal. So are you, you could be waiting you, for a pending to close. Yeah, are you seeing that things are coming in well, or is there a lot of disparity between contract and appraised value? Really, it's a mixed bag. You know, I'm seeing I'm seeing some coming in fifty thousand over, and I'm seeing some come in you know thirty thousand dollars short. That's fascinating. You know, one of the it's things that I've odd started, times. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's very odd times, and and you know, one of the things that I've I've seen in in contracts really that's kind of popped up in a few different markets is because of the demand. You know, buyers are will our buyers are starting to will to start willing to pay over appraised value. Yeah, the gap. They're calling it appraisal yes, gap. Correct. So you're starting to see a lot of appraisal gaps in contracts to where the appraisals, to where the, basically the price is pre-negotiated to whatever the appraises at, I'll give you X amount over whatever it appraises at, here's where we're at, and, and go. Um, so we are seeing that to try to kind of eliminate some of that because it, you, to your guys' point, it, it is 100% true Houses are very hard to comp because 
you 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 almost don't, you can almost can't use sales from even six months or even a year ago. You can't because can't. the market has shifted so much. But in a place like Central Pennsylvania, where Molly's looking, and there's literally three homes, you can't comp that out. You can't. Correct. And most of the buyers are mortgage buyers. It's not like they're cash buyers. It's not Tampa or Pompano, you know, along the water. And I know as an appraiser, well, I rarely appraise now. I'll do a private one a month because people ask, but I am not putting myself out there. It is, the realtors are are astronomically invested in getting something done that maybe cannot be done. Right. Instead of trying to be the third party, they're so invested in the buyers and the sellers. And I understand that. I mean, I do. But I'm also, my brain is as an appraiser's brain. It's not as an agent's brain. So it's different on my side. Well, I will tell you the biggest misconception that I hear is, well, this house is listed for X. And the most important thing that I think that, that home buyers can get out of this is it's not what a house is listed for, mm-hmm. it's what it sells for. Mm-hmm. And those can Every be day. entirely different numbers. It is, right? We try to teach that. <laughs> Every day. Time. We try to teach yeah. it. But you're, the appraiser, I mean, I know in my own world, the, I, I've heard so many, and not just the complaints. Like, they're sending complaints into DBPR because they didn't hit their number. I mean. Right. It's an offering price. I mean, that's Look, all it is. The appraisers, you've already lost 90% of appraisers in this state because of how realtors treat them. And now you want to top this on. And they're only making five, three or $400. I mean, they're not making a lot. And they, they have to carry a million-dollar policy. I mean, that's, it's just nuts. It's just nuts the way they're treated. And like, like I saw in uh, Facebook, you know, the bane of most people's existence. And this lady, the appraiser said he'd, he called, he said he could be here in three hours, and now he won't call me back. She couldn't accommodate the three hours. Well, now you're on the two-week queue. Like, now you've, you've, you've decided you're not going to have him in the day he could come, so now you're going to see him in two weeks because there's just no one to do them. Correct. The, uh, the appraiser shortages are a major thing right now, and it's a major thing. I can tell you in the five states that, that I'm licensed in, I mean, I have some appraisals taking six weeks just to get done. I 100% believe it. So, you know, I would say just use extreme patience. Um, We, you know, as lenders, I can tell you it's very hard to pinpoint when the appraisal is going to get done or what the turn time is going to be until we actually order it. Um, I'm telling realtors now, look, we'll, we'll order it right away. Well, I think that's a change for us, too. It I is. mean, contractually, even though we have five days to order it, it doesn't mean that it actually happens in that five days. So no, you have it's to, just paid for right, requested. Right. But they typically would release it later on if it was requested to do so. So I would recommend to any buyer not to do that because if you do that, you're just pushing your closing date out. I would rather not have a home inspection or do a home inspection later and get my appraisal ordered. Honestly, in in this in this current condition, I would agree with that. And there have been times before all this COVID crap started where we would, if I was not sure that it would appraise and I had the buyer, I would ask for the appraisal first and I would get an extension on the inspection period. Just to get that appraisal, because why spend 
Why put it all on black and walk away with nothing? I get it, but in this case, you by putting it on black, no different than the lady, you're you're postponing when something can get done if you cannot accommodate. So you really need to release it first and in get it, order to get, get, get in the paid. queue. Yeah, I mean honestly. And, and you, uh, yes, you have to make quick decisions, but if you need a place to live, like the migration into the state, how about it, Shannon? How many people are you seeing that are not from here buying? I'm seeing quite a bit. Um, I'm seeing, but I'm also seeing quite a bit of of borrowers that are in that are in state buying out of state. So, mm. so I'm seeing a lot of buyers. You know, you know, are second they homes, second secondary, homes, okay. second homes. Yeah, second homes and, and, and short-term rentals have become a major thing, especially in the, you know, the uh, uh, Gatlinburg, Asheville, Blue Ridge kind of corridor between Georgia, North Carolina, and Tennessee. It's become extremely big in that region. I mean, there's been a mass exodus of people buying property in, in that area. Because there's nothing and, left here to buy, to invest in, really. I mean, it's very challenging. Correct. Correct. Very, very and, and, you know, the one thing I would say about the appraisals, and, and I was one of those lenders who I kind of believe the same thing. Like They're going to cut us off, first. Shannon. They're going to cut oh, us off. Sorry. It's okay. Thanks for being on. It's 850-656-0009. Patty Wilson. It's House Talk with a happy ending. Every time. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you guys for having me on.